This is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Travis provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Welcome back to Navigating Your Retirement with your host, Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. Folks, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, give us a call here at 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. Or visit us on the web at chancefinancialgroup.com. Go to our contact section, submit it to your question, because remember, the only bad question is the one you do not answer. Joining us this morning, he is here. He says he's 90%. I got to see him in action to prove it. Tony Shore. Tony, what's shaking, Bacon? (laughs) Well, Travis, I'm doing great. And I've had an amazing, amazing week uh, doing a lot of traveling, but I did get a little bit of the flu uh, and uh, feeling better now, though. So I'm doing good and the family's good. How about you? You've been really busy, haven't you? Oh, man. Uh, blessed and highly favored is what we say down in Georgia. <laughs> yes, we we have been we have been wide open and we we actually started the year with a work session for our, for us and employees and for our staff and our, our team here at CFG. And, uh, you know, Tony, I was telling you, sometimes when you when you take a moment, you look at the numbers and you go, wow, like we we have. Our schedule is literally, we're booked for six months so far this year, and we are literally only in January. Wow. It's pretty, it's pretty remarkable. I mean, we've already got, uh, we've already got 10, 10 classes scheduled, you know, obviously our radio show, our review appointments with all, with all of our clients. And I know you and I were talking in the, in the uh, pre-show uh, conversation, we were talking about, you know, how busy we are is, is reflective of the service that we provide to our clients. Because a lot of times you, you, you get, I hate to say it, uh, advisors that are more or less asset gatherers. They are running and gunning. They're adding new clients. Maybe you get to meet with them once a year. For those of you listening, that's probably your situation. Um, For us, that's why I said we're six months planned already because our book, Tony, between doing our our every three month, every four month uh, appointments for our current clients, we literally have six months on the books and the year just began because wow. that's just the level of service that we provide to our clients. So I know that's not customary in our industry, but you know, to a demographic that's growing at 10,000 a day and a demographic for financial advisors that is shrinking on a daily basis. Uh, it looks like there's less service and more people. So we want to make sure we're providing more service and being everything to a few people, not everything to everyone. So uh, you, you can't, if if you try to be everything to everyone, you wind up serving no one. Yep. So you wind up pleasing uh, nobody. That's the problem. That's our philosophy. Yeah. And, you know, also uh, being 
being his first of the year, uh, I know most most people out there were on pins and needles when the omnibus uh, spending package was planned. That's a joke. Um, <laughs> but uh, we had $1.65 trillion of omnibus spending package uh, passed back in December, right before Christmas. Merry Christmas. Here's a, a big uh, smelly box with a bow on it. And uh, it was called the Consolidated Appropriations Act, but it also included the Secure Act 2.0. Oh, okay. Uh, and I know we've talked about on the show, you know, Secure Act back in, and why why it's important for you guys and for the listeners, Tony, to to be up to speed with this is yes, out of the ninety plus changes that happen for retirees, is that going to affect every single person? Absolutely not. But are there some key things that could have a significant impact on pre-retirees, say say 55 and over, and those that are in retirement or those who have been in retirement for a number of years? Absolutely. So that's why you need to keep up and keep on top of this stuff. And that's what we're here to do for our clients. That way we do it so you don't have to. And, you know, we were we were going through, combing through, and I actually picked uh, a handful. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to bore the, the audience with uh, the the verbatim uh, note, verse, and, and, and scripture of every single page of the uh, omnibus bill. But I did pull a few that I felt like we need to talk about today. And uh, that's what uh, our clients get on a regular basis. And, and that's what our listeners get because... They're listening to CFG Wealth Management and Travis Chance, your your host with the most, or at least that's what Tony says. <laughs> I do I do say that about you, uh, the man with the plan, the host with the most. But we did talk about Secure Act when it first came out, the original yeah, Secure the Act, the original 2019, and, and we talked about that. There were a lot of changes, but uh, there are a lot more changes and some good ones in the Secure Act 2.0, right? Well, it, and let's do some, well, I'll, I'll compare and contrast as we go. So first and foremost, the RMD, Required Minimum Distribution. Back in 2019, when the SECURE Act passed, it went from 70 and a half to 72, which I honestly thought was a very welcome change. Why? Because 70 and a half rule prior to SECURE Act 1.0, we're going to call them 1.0 and 2.0, 1.0 essentially squared it off, right? You didn't have 70 and a half because the 70 and a half rule actually was was also on the on the next level down dependent on what month you were born in. If you were born in uh, January 1st to June 30th, your RMD was going to be calculated as a 70-year-old. If you were born July 1 through 1231, your RMD was going to be calculated as a 71-year-old. Subtle difference, but it would have had a it would have a, have had an impact had you not taken the full amount. Sure. Well, what this one actually does is what it's it's what I said on the show that I did not want to happen, and they did it anyway. That just shows you how much they listen to people like <laughs> us. So, first and foremost, it is going to 73 starting this year. So, you get one-year reprieve. That's not bad, right? Because what can we do with that additional year? Roth. Roth conversion. 
that gives us more planning time, right? Uh, because of course, when you are RMD age, required minimum distribution age, you try to do a Roth conversion, you gotta take your RMD before you do a Roth conversion or you violate the ordering rules, you're gonna get a penalty, right? So you don't do that. But the, R, the RMD age going from 72 to 73 in 23 does give us a little bit of a reprieve. However, it is going to be stepped all the way until January 1st of 2033 when, Tony, it will become 75. Anyone subject to the current RMD rules, you must follow your current RMD schedule. So if you've already started taking them or you were 72 as of last year, you can't you have no have no recourse. You can't can't give it a year. You don't get that year back. You just got to start doing it. Now, here's why I, I really I really feel like they dropped the ball. Our our life expectancy, Tony, is increasing dramatically. Right. And and I know there are a lot of people like, well, you know, I, you know, I don't think I don't think we're going to live that long. Trust me, you are. We see it every day. You know, you, yeah, people li are living longer and longer. It's amazing to me. You ask you, you ask someone when they're going to take Social Security and they say they're going to take it at 62. Why? Because they're not going to live that long. Then you ask them about long term care insurance. What do you have for end of life planning? Well, I'm not going to need it because I'm I'm not going to get in that situation. I'm going to live forever. Well, you can't you can't have it both ways. Right. <laughs> you, you're going to be one or the other. So the the reason I think they dropped the ball, and what do I know? They they didn't ask my opinion, but I'm gonna give it now. 75, I think, would have been a reasonable starting point for 2023. It is not, it is 73, 75 will not go into effect until 33. But if you think about it, if you have more and more people living into their mid-80s, their late 80s, well, that gives them more time to do some planning uh, around their, their RMD or their minimum distributions because there may be some that don't need it. Yeah. There may be some that, that that'll never be a problem for. But for a lot of people, it, it does continue to put confinement and and you know constricts what they can do and what they can't so do by extending and, it they're giving us more flexibility to choose you want to choose right you don't you want the choose. government to choose yep yep you want to choose you do not want to leave it in the hands of well maybe some of some of you do i don't know but i don't for one i would rather i would rather not be told what to do. I would choose. I would rather choose what I'm doing rather than be told what I'm doing. We may get to the same point, but I don't. I don't respond well to being told what to do, but I respond really well to being asked. Uh, so you know, it just gives you more options. And I know there's a lot of people out there who feel the same way I do. So um, now that's the RMD. So, you know, hey, keep that in mind, folks. Uh, and, and also keep this in mind, too. They did change the rules. OK, uh, previously, there was a 50 percent penalty if you did not take your RMD. So I think it's the you, highest penalty in the IRS in the tax, tax code. code. Yeah. Personal penalty in the tax code is the 50%. highest one. Yep. Now, not now. It has now been reduced to 25 percent going forward 2023 and beyond it is now going from 50 to 25 and if you are super quick and you tell on yourself they will even possibly reduce that to 10 percent as as a way to be accommodative hey things happen now here's why i think tony they're gonna they're gonna collect more tax in my opinion more tax revenue 
I don't think they're going to be as forgiving because I think that by by you missing your RMD previously it was fifty percent and then if you didn't uh, if you didn't file it or you didn't take it you could file form fifty three twenty nine you could do a self reporting you could uh, ask forgiveness a lot of times I'd say first first time you missed it ninety percent probably or more possibility you were going to get it waived uh, after that becomes a little more problematic because you've already told the government how you're going to fix that problem right you went back on it they're not going to give you the same leniency but tony i think that my opinion i think they're going to get so strict with that 25 down to even 10 percent reporting I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna grant a lot of uh, private letter rulings. And a private letter ruling is where you. It's not. It's not something that can be used like case law for an attorney. But if you do get a private letter ruling from the IRS, they will grant a case by case decision on your situation. So if you miss it and you don't like their decision, you can go for a PLR. It's about 10K, I think, the last time I checked, to file that thing. And then, of course, it's going to be based on case-by-case basis. But I, for one, think they're going to collect more money because I think what's going to happen is people – People that were so afraid of the 50% penalty, they're like, hey, it's, you know, it's not that bad. You know, it'd be like just paying taxes on the thing. Uh, Folks, don't miss that. I'm telling you, because where you could have gotten leniency before, the chance of you getting leniency, in my opinion, I think is going to be shrinking dramatically. So uh, that's a good point. If if you if you take your foot off the gas and or your advisor doesn't, you know, I hear cases all the time where it's like, you know, hey, my advisor or my I inherited this account and my dad's advisor or my mom's advisor or my whoever's advisor didn't tell me that I had to take it. So I just thought I could leave it in there. Well, the RMD is kind of crazy because if you the RMDs are required for the owners, but the beneficiaries, since we're talking about it, let's just finish it. Uh, the The beneficiaries are different from the owners because if if you inherit an IRA, Tony, you can take a lump sum or you can do a 10 year payout or just take the final distribution in the 10th year if you wanted to leave it in there and just let it accrue. Well, the difference is, is it matters when, if the person was taking RMDs, when they died, when they were, how old they were, when they were taking it. Uh, it, it is definitely not an easy process to kind of, to straighten that out. But if you make a mistake, now you may not think as the beneficiary any of these apply to you. They certainly do. So folks, keep this in mind. Just because you you, you don't know about it, that is no defense. The IRS is not going to give leniency in a lot of cases, I think, going forward because you say you didn't know about it, you didn't realize it, whatever the case may be. I just don't think that's going to carry the same weight that it did, Tony. That's just my opinion. So RMDs, whether you're a beneficiary, you're an owner, if you have questions, we have answers, give us a call. 877-269-0839. Let us help you straighten out that bird's nest so you can get back to fishing like you want to. (laughs) There you go. Uh, that's a good idea. So uh, at least it's not 50% anymore, but it's uh, 25 or possibly 10. Uh, well, the 50, they barely, they barely collected. Yeah. And I say barely, I mean, they did collect some, but they didn't collect as much uh, as often. Because they were lenient I, on it. But yep, now, and I think now it's going to be more strict because they're cutting the, the penalty. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's a great point. 
so that uh that that took a took a few minutes so before before i go any further i want to go into roth they had some changes to roth tony and you know roth is my favorite because why why is roth my favorite tax free Tax-free tax money baby. in retirement. Tax-free. Uncle Sugar gets nothing. Yep. So uh, let's talk about Roth. On the interest now, or uh, or the principal or the, the growth. principal and interest. Once you put it in, you don't get the deduction today. But, hey, when it grows tax, grows tax deferred and you meet all the requirements, comes out tax-free, I don't know of a better cake. If you can bake one better than that, you go ahead. Roth changes. Unlike Roth IRAs in the past, um, now – you actually have more Roth flexibility inside of plans because now, and and this I think is going to backfire on them. Mark my words that this will this will be a backfire moment, uh, Tony. They're going to require all catch up contributions for fifty and over be made uh, for over for higher income employees must be made in Roth contributions starting in twenty four. That is going to backfire. You know why it's going to backfire? It's because they're they're thinking they can go ahead and get this revenue now. They want to eat today. They're not thinking about tomorrow. And giving that flexibility still puts some meat on the table in the future for them. But requiring this is going to cut down on tax revenue in the future. I think it's going to run a deficit. It's not going to add to the. It's not going to add to the bottom line. It's going to take away ten years from now. Mark what I say. That's going to be an issue. But what do I know? You know. You know, it's it's common sense. It is an common interesting so change, and it is interesting. You know, the the Roth, uh, the worry is that they'll take the Roth away, but they've actually really made. They're it better. doing. They're they're incentivizing people to do Roth. Right. They're not taking it away, and that's what I've been telling folks that you know they. The pushback that I get from from those that, you know, we get in the conversations about is they're like, oh, I'm you know, I would do Roth conversion, but I'm afraid they're going to take it away or something's going to happen. I, no, no. Why? Because Roth conversion does what? Raises tax revenue today. What does what does putting Roth contributions, catch up contributions into your 401k do? It adds to the total spending today for the government. They're not taking it away. Now, should they, would they would they at some point in the future go and and like we talked about would they continue to say you know what Uh, we don't want any peter teals or we don't want this guy or that guy getting the raw too big so we're going to put a cap of like i say a million bucks on it could that happen in the future absolutely but for the most part tony that's only going to affect maybe the top half percent, one percent of Roth IRA owners. Ninety nine percent are never going to be in a in a dangerous situation when it comes to Roth. So I personally think Congress likes Roth. They don't just they don't just love Roth or they don't just like it. I think they love it because it's a way for them to forecast how can they spend today and they're not thinking about tomorrow. Isn't that really what mm, a lot of politicians do anyway? Absolutely. So. Keep that in mind. Uh, also, there is going to be a, a the ability for plans, so 401k plans, to put employer matching contributions into the Roth account. Now, why is that important? It's because previously, 2022 and before, Tony, the only way an employer could add matching funds to a retiree's portfolio was to do what? was to put it in the pre-tax. Pre-tax was the only option prior to 2022. 
So this is this just goes further to the point that I think Roth is is the darling, not the redheaded stepchild of of the planning community. It should be thought of because let me tell you something. If they didn't think that this was a benefit to them, they would not be doing this. And I'm telling you, if you use it correctly, you can use their decision to your benefit. And if you haven't started talking about Roth or you've got questions, that's why you need to talk to someone that does it on a daily basis. Give us a call at 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. Yeah, and Travis, uh, the Roth 401k is an interesting tool as well. Uh, and they made absolutely and they made changes to that as well. Well, you know, think about this, Tony. It's not just uh, it's not just 401ks. It's not just and this is why I go back to the same point. They want Roth. Why? Because it's not just the, the IRA and the 401k anymore. They are allowing SEP and simple plans to allow for Roth contributions starting this year. Folks. That's never been done before. If you don't think that they're broadening this for a purpose and you think that purpose is is that they're going to pull the rug out from you at a later date, you have to think they're playing checkers. You need to be playing chess. There is no way that three moves down the board, in my opinion, that they're going to take that Roth and pull the rug out from under you. They are allowing you to go ahead and pay your taxes today because more and more people, as tax rates, they see them starting to go up and that they're making more money, so they're going to pay more taxes. They're putting them in these pre-tax accounts. Why? Because they're growing. They get a tax deduction today. They grow tax deferred, and they're going to come out probably at a lower rate tomorrow. Well, the IRS says, well, you know what? We know it's going to be some some give back tomorrow. Why don't we go ahead and tax them today? So if they want to go ahead and take that income now and we get to spend it, great. We win, they win. So, folks, think about it. You have to read the tea leaves. Your advisor needs to be thinking through this stuff. And if he's not, you need to call us, 877-269-0839. Let us help you figure out how to Rothify your plan and your assets. Yeah, you got to have money in that tax-free bucket, and that's that's the key. <laughs> it's crucial, Tony. I'm telling you, it is crucial because think about it. If you have nothing, if you have nothing other than pre-tax money, if they increase your tax bracket 25 or 30 percent, guess what? You can't do anything. But if they go up 30 percent tax, if they if they triple your tax rate and it's tax-free, how much does your tax increase? Nothing. So having that flexibility just gives you more and more options. Now, here's another one. This is, I'm going to do it really quickly. 529 plans. Now, you can do a once per year rollover up to $35,000 over the lifetime of a 529 plan where you, if you don't use these pre-tax assets, you can roll it over into your Roth. Folks, once again, now they're expanding Roth Roth benefits over to 529s. If you don't think they're keeping this thing, I don't know what else I can say. Um, 
the 10% penalty exceptions have been added. Uh, basically, they're giving you more, more deferral where you don't have to pay the, the penalty if you have a terminal illness, if it's a federally declared disaster. Just want to get through some of these before we lose time. Uh, domestic abuse, financial emergencies, long-term care. These are all waivers to the to the 10% penalty. So if you're a pre-59 and a half, you want to take money, you have one of these, you can actually bypass the 10% rule. Um, Tony, there's so much in this thing. It is it is remarkable to have to sort through and unwind. I really do feel like uh, with with the baby boomer population, retirees growing at the rate that it's growing, and our financial services industry shrinking at the rate it's shrinking, it is really putting people at a disadvantage. But that's why you need to have someone like us that helps keep you up to date with all the benefits and the things that you can do to help your plan and your family. And that's why they need to give us a call at 877-269-0839 or visit us on the web at chancefinancialgroup.com. All right. Well, yeah, we're out of time, Travis. It just flew by. And listeners, thanks for tuning in. That does it for today's episode of Navigating Your Retirement with our host, Travis Chance. Thank you for listening to Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Travis at CFG Wealth Management. Call 877-269-0839 or visit them online at navigatingretirementradio.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by CFG Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through TL Chance Inc., an affiliated company. CFG Wealth Management LLC and TL Chance Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 